This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So l- let me ask you then sort of the second part of what's kind of becoming a topic recently. And I know um, Jones and Mago have, have talked about this and, uh, you know, other shows as well. But in your mind, is Swayman at all challenging for that game one start? Or are you locked in on all mark no matter what? Yeah, I think he is challenging for that for that day one start or that game one start because I because to give more credibility to the last conversation that we had and more specifically on your side of the argument, they've both been so dynamite this year that I guess to keep it stupid simple, what I would tell you is whoever is playing the best in the last couple of weeks of the season, the last week of the season, like give him the give him game one. I mean. Uh, I guess it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. Like, cause the end of the season guys could be sitting, but like, I'll put it this way. If, if, if all Mark's last couple of starts are not up to not better than Swayman's. Yeah. I go with Swayman game one because I'm not afraid to play both guys in the playoffs. I think both guys are going to play in the playoffs. I just wasn't a fan and I'm not a fan of the one-on-one off scenario. Um, but yeah, get whoever has, whoever has the, the best hand. Going into the playoffs, and I would say throughout the playoffs too, you know. So you know, I, it would be you know, it would be even more unprecedented than my idea. Would be uh, a goalie winning the Vezina Trophy and the goaltending triple crown, and not being his team starter for the playoffs. What have you done for me lately? It's a regular season award. Yeah, but uh, but but okay, but like I hear what you're saying, but Swayman's been phenomenal. Right, that's the thing. Is like it's. It like with all this stuff, like it's it just speaks to how good their guys have been. Like that that's not if Swayman starts game one, it's it's a credit to Swayman. It's not like a knock on Allmark. I, I don't think unless he like just really sucks the last two weeks or something like that, which yeah. I don't foresee. But not yeah, me. it's a, it's like the same thing when we're talking about who sits at forward or defense when they're fully healthy. It's like well, all of these guys are like earning playing time when they're in the lineup like for the most part everyone who gets in is playing well so it's not you know i don't think guys are gonna be losing jobs it's just there's only so many of them so guys who deserve to play are going to sit in the playoffs it's just going to be inevitable with with how good and how deep this team is yeah and by the way scott i don't i don't appreciate you sandbagging me like that setting me up for failure (laughs) um no, I mean, look, I, I mean, I will say, like, I, I think, yeah, I mean, Olmark would have to let in, like, five goals in, like, four or five consecutive games for me to even consider not giving him that game one. Um, but in that hypothetical scenario, it's like, I, you know, hardware, regular season hardware, if, if a guy's not playing up to snuff, 
heading into the playoffs, like it's, I mean, thanks to the Vesna, but like now the real season begins. So whoever gives you the best chance to win game one. And if, because yeah, anyway. So uh, one other thing I want to talk about from the game, Scott, it just, somebody wants to bring up in general um, is Charlie Coyle. Maybe you can give me some thoughts on him this year because he, um, he's got 40 points right now and he's on pace to have his second most productive season in the NHL points wise. I think he had 56 points one year in Minnesota, but um, he's been tasked with a much more defensive uh, responsibility this year for the Bruins. Um, A lot of D zone draws, a lot of time in a penalty kill. And so for him to absorb that new role, that new identity while still filing, uh, finding a way to put up, you know, 40 to 45, 46 points at year's end, maybe, maybe more. Um, if you just had some thoughts on the, on the former, the former Boston university terrier, Charlie Coyle. Yeah. I think he, it, without question, he's playing the best all around hockey of his career. Like maybe he's played better offensive hockey in the past, you mentioned the, you know, the 56 points, but this is the best uh, two way hockey I've seen him play. And I think the defensive improvement, the way he has embraced that more defensive role in penalty killing, you know, basically like in his prime years or like later prime years, you know, kind of almost reinventing his game a little bit um, is really impressive. And then just how he's played recently, you know, we talked about like that during that little skid that they had, how many chances, you know, good looks he passed out of. And, you know, I know during one of the games, Nesson, like the, the Edmonton game, especially Nesson showed kind of like a compilation of a few of them. And it's like, Oh man, like, come on, Charlie, like you have to shoot. And now the last week plus like, he has been, he, he's clearly either he realized it himself, which may very well have been the case, or there's just like a meeting with the coaches where it's like, look, you get this, like, we need you to shoot. Like, I understand you want to pass. You want to, you know, find the easy tap in, but shoot. Um, and now he is. And, and just the way he's, you can tell like when he's playing confident because two things stand out. One is how easy it looks for him to protect the puck in the offensive zone, which he's usually really good at no matter what. But then like when he's really rolling and like feeling his game, you can tell like it's, he almost looks like he's toying with guys and that's how he's looked recently. And then the other is he attacks with speed off the rush, which sometimes can come and go. Like, you know, sometimes they'll maybe slow the play down a little too much, but I feel like you've been seeing more, of that as well. And, and that whole line really, you know, attacking better off the rush. So yeah, he's playing extremely well. And like, this is, you know, I feel like every year when we get to the playoffs, you know, sometimes like we'll do series X factors. And it's like Charlie Coe is always one of them because we know how important the third line is. You know, we've had this discussion before, like when the Bruins have had really good third lines, they go on deep playoff runs when they don't have a third line, they lose in the first or second round. Uh, it, it, like it's not quite that simple, but that's a big part of the equation. Um, when he's playing like this, you have a really good third line. So eBay motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, 
you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. That's crucial, and he's been playing like this the vast majority of the season. Yeah, and you know you don't have to look any further than the 2019 playoff run to see exactly what he can mean for the Bruins in the playoffs. I mean, um, they, they, they lost game one to the Maple Leafs that year at home. And then Coyle scored the first goal in game two, and the Bruins kind of came out uh, like game busters and got the Bruins on the board. And, you know, they obviously they take care of business that game. And we know what he did against Columbus. Um, he had a great, you know, great game one against Columbus, two goals, including the game winner uh, in overtime. And, um, you know, he had many, many strong games in that, in that playoff run. Um, he had a really, really, really strong finals, too. So yeah, he's a very important guy for them going forward, and and it's good to see him uh, just really evolving. And as you mentioned, sh- reshaping his game, um, taking more, taking more, taking pride in what the Bruins have asked him to do because um, it's just yeah, it, it's just the evolution of a player, which is great. And um, last thing for me, Scott, before before we take off, and you may have a few other things, I'm not sure, but uh, just if you mind giving a quick update on. On uh, Nick Felino and Hall, I know you mentioned off the top that they that they were skating, but if you know if there's any rumblings around the ninth floor about you know certain timelines and 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 you know you mentioned Taylor Hall was in the red practice jersey after um, before morning skate and then during morning skate he put the red practice jer- non-contact jersey on. And in the past this year, when guys do that, you've obviously kind of had this little Scott Scott McLaughlin um, timetable where it's like. Once they have the red non-contact jersey in practice, it's like a week before they have the other the contact jersey, and it's like on a week. I don't know if you still think that applies to this scenario. Yeah, I mean, it, it can differ by guy. I, I think the the next things to watch with Hall is they have a full team practice on Wednesday. Is he out for that in the no-contact jersey? Because morning skate's one thing, like, you know, they don't really go very hard at morning skates. They're not very, very long. So like, even like if you go back to the beginning of the season, Brad Marchand was taking part in some morning skates before he was ready to practice with the team, just because that they're lighter and and he could do it. So now let's see if Taylor Hall practices with the team, Um, you know, an actual practice, which they have on Wednesday, that will be interesting. And then the next step after that is get out of the no contact Jersey and then the final step, as we've seen this year, of like when a guy's going to play in a game, is they're taking, they're doing regular drills with a line, you know, like they have a clear spot in the lineup. So, you know, whenever you see uh, Taylor Hall in a no contact jersey taking drills with Charlie Coyle and whether it's Trent Frederick or Tyler Bertuzzi, that means he's about to play in a game. So, um, you know, I think it. 
with him already on the ice now for a morning skate, like I would be shocked if he's not back before the end of the regular season. Like that's, you know, they've what three full weeks before the regular season's over. It doesn't seem like it would be that long of a buildup from where he is now. Um, you know, Felino, Emily Kaplan of ESPN, you know, we're going back a couple of weeks, you know, what a week and a half, two weeks now, but her report was that it was looking like six weeks out from the injury, which put it right at end of the regular season, start of the playoffs. So I haven't seen or heard anything that would, you know, change that timeline. So I guess I would say I'm still expecting that. Um, Hall had been on the ice skating on his own for about a week before joining them for morning skate today. So it's possible maybe, you know, sometime next week we, we see Felino out there with the team. Like it's, um, and then that kind of gets, you know, that same clock started. So getting closer, the most important thing is, is they're clearly making progress. So um, in Hall, it would seem like is, is closer. And at this point I'd be pretty surprised if he's, if he doesn't get at least a few regular season games in um, once he returns. So how does that, what does that mean for the salary cap for the Bruins? Like, is there, what's the difference between both guys coming back in the regular season versus like maybe Felino comes back in the postseason? Like how does, what's the, what's the cap flexibility swing snap will do to get these guys both back or is after the deadline is just kind of like, it's what it is. Well, I, I think someone is going to have to be out until the playoff starts, but that now includes Forbert in that conversation as well. So I, I think someone has to be on long-term IR until the playoffs. Um, you know, Hall obviously looks like the closest to returning. And he's the one who is actually on long-term IR right now. So there could still be another LTIR move coming where he gets activated off and either Felino or Forbert goes on. Um, but don't, don't take that for 100%. Um, I, I believe that's how it has to work, but I, um, am not 1000% sure on that. Well, that's perfect. That's honestly kind of the note I wanted to leave this podcast on. So (laughs) (laughs) we kind of sort of know what we're talking about. Uh, Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we, we sign off? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right, perfect. Because you can't really top you can't really top that last take. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm honestly I'm sorry to the listeners for even asking that. I'm embarrassed on behalf of the skate pod that we couldn't give a, a finite answer. But you know what? Look, we're we're, we're speculators. We don't we're not we're not we're not we're not mathematicians. No, we're, we're not, we don't pretend to know all the answers, Scott. Nope. So, all right. Well, you know what though? What I, what I can tell you is for the first time in like. 17 years the canadians are coming to the garden so that'll be fun true yeah next game is uh montreal versus boston on thursday and um and we will we will talk uh after that game as well so that will be episode one 177 so um scott if you have nothing else thank you all for listening and we will talk to you later this week